0: Right then guys, let's see how this goes, um, so yeah, I thought I'd uh, have a go at this whole podcast slash uh, video blog, vlog thing, um, so yeah, so uh, most of you seeing this will probably already know me, um, but uh, if you don't, uh, my name's Max, um, I'm 28, uh, currently living down in Canterbury, um, yeah so I lost my mum uh to cancer um about 2 years or yeah 2 years ago this month actually um and something I do to um i suppose try and get over it uh is i just i, I like the feeling of being able to help someone who's gone through it um cuz there's people when I was going through it, who were great to me. There was articles online which were, um, fantastic to read, um, and I just wanted to share best practice. So and like how I dealt with it. So I wrote a blog, um, about a year ago actually. Uh, it's called Living Without Mum. One year on, um, you can Google it, but I'll probably put uh, the links below this. Um, yeah. So, I wrote a blog just of everything that happened. Um, when. Like before, mum died. Um, then during how um uh, I dealt with it, so I talk about like pre grieving in that. Um, I won't go too much into the uh, actual blogs. And, um, if you're watching this, I know you've probably read it. You probably heard me banging on about it so much. Um, but yeah, we talked about pre grieving how um, is it a term? I think I made it up. Um, how you deal with stuff um, before you know it's happening. So obviously we knew mum uh, was going to die at some point, um, yeah. So we, I talk about just how we dealt with that. And it's a really weird feeling, um, because you know something bad's gonna happen. It feels like it's already happened, but you don't want to wreck the time. Um, you, you have now. Um, it's quite a weird thing. Um, uh, yeah. I talk I went then went through what actually happened after she died and how I dealt with it, my struggles. Um. And off the back of that, uh, McMillan, who are a fantastic um charity, who helped our family out quite a lot, um, they got in touch. saying and they loved it. Um, and I've done a few articles with them as well, uh, one for the Huffington Post and one for the Independent Online, um. And the whole point of it isn't to be like, and, and this as well isn't to be like, oh look at me um, trying to get some attention or something like that. You know, sometimes I do post something online. To be totally honest, um. Just to see the likes and comments, cause it makes me feel better. Um, but just the thought of it being able to help just one person, um, out there who's uh, either lost someone or they know someone who is about to die or anything or even just mental health stuff. and um, if I can help just one person, then honestly, it makes me feel so much better. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's why I did it, and they we had a really good reaction from it. Um. There was loads of people who it resonated with, loads of support, which was fantastic. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, but also just, yeah, loads of people getting in touch saying, I went through the same thing or the, I th- my friend's going through this at the minute and I think this will help them. Um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, Macmillan have then got in touch uh, this month, no, last month, um, saying, would I be interested in going on their podcast? And um, They're doing a series of podcasts, I think, um, all about... Uh, Bereavement and grieving and all this sort of stuff. Um, if I want to be a guest on it, so going to record that next week. And um, then I thought, I listened to podcasts. I was like, oh, why not? Let's let's try something new. Um, so yeah, I have no i no idea how this is gonna go. Um, it's going well so far. Um, I've just opened a beer as well for a bit of Dutch courage because I'm actually pretty nervous about this. Um, so cheers if anyone else is. Um. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. So I put something on our social media just saying. Uh, would anyone be interested in actually listening to this um or watching this uh some video videoing it as well um and yeah the response is really good so I was like, okay, brilliant, let's do it so um what I thought I'd do is sort of a um question and answer sort of session um so yeah, just sent a few questions um I haven't wrote a script either you might be able to tell I've got a bit of paper here um with literally just written questions down on um and a brief uh Sort of format, so intro questions, outro. Uh, it's not much written here, and um, so a lot of it I might just ramble on. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if it's any good. Um, so yeah, we might as well get get stuck into it. Um, yeah. So the questions I said, I said, everyone, if you've got any questions about bereavement or mental health or um, just anything in general, just just get in touch. Um, I Had a great response. I also have a few people who said they would send one who haven't yet, so maybe we'll do this again if the uh, if the reaction's good and then I can use those questions or ask for more questions now. Um, so yeah, so let's get stuck in then. So uh, the first question uh, was actually from my blog. Um, I didn't even realise my blog had a comment section on it, actually. There's uh, 13 comments on it at the minute, um, which are all really lovely. Uh, some people I know, some people I don't. Um, but yeah, someone I don't think I know <laughs> massive apologies if I do, uh, because you didn't put a second name on it. But um, yeah, someone called um, Nicola 245 commented. Um, it's quite a long comment, so I've paraphrased it here. But basically, uh, she lost her mum to cancer in February two thousand nineteen, and her dad a couple of years before that. Um, she tries to keep busy by walking in the countryside and by the sea, does yoga, meditation, and is kept very busy by her uh, nine year old. Um she feels that her partner does his best, but he never he's never lost anyone. Um so she feels he doesn't quite get it. She feels there's so much to live for, but can't see how the gap left will ever be filled. Um so yeah, so one, I was to say thank you so much for commenting and getting this. Show. I don't know if you'll ever actually hear this. Um it'd be great if you do. Um so yeah, so firstly, thank you so much for getting in touch. Um the first thing I want to say that it's totally normal. Um, I'm probably going to say the same thing to uh, the six questions I'm uh, answering now, but a lot of people and myself included, um, you think you've got to be positive and you feel bad for feeling bad. And that is total, excuse my French, but that's total bullshit. Um, you, something bad has happened to you, or, or this isn't just about breathing It's spell. Um, the people struggling with mental health as well, it's totally fine. And actually, it would be weird if you didn't, if you didn't feel like this, you'd be a psychopath if you didn't feel like this. So it's totally normal. Um, A, a quote I really like in, uh, it's actually in Love Actually, it's when, um, I can't actually remember her name, but uh, Liam Neeson's uh, friend in it, um, he starts crying at the kitchen table, because uh, he's just lost his wife. And she's consoling him yeah but she just says something which I love she says oh it was always going to be a totally shit time <laughs> that's that is that is right like there's nothing good about anything that um about bereavement or mental health or anything like that there's nothing good about it so it's totally totally fine to feel as she says totally shit that's absolutely fine Um, but going back to what nicola uh, wrote um first thing you want to talk about is your partner um you might feel that um they're doing their best, but they don't really get it. The thing is they they probably do get it um they they see they can see how you're reacting to this and how it's much it's hurting you and trust me, they're gonna be cut up inside. I actually felt similar to this um when I was going through everything with mum, so um my girlfriend at the time now wife <laughs> um Nina, she was absolutely brilliant the whole time to me. she was so supportive. Um, she totally understood when I would just drop everything drive up and um, to Coventry I lived in Eastbourne at the times like 180 miles away um she totally got it she never stressed me out she was so supportive but I actually felt exactly the same as Nicola you just feel like they don't quite get it um what I w- would like to say to myself if I could go back and uh, back in time but what I'd say to Nicola is or anyone else who feels a bit like this is just talk to your partner they really really i promise you they want to help you um they are fantastic people they're doing everything to try and help you just open up to them or just appreciate that there um yeah nina was fantastic for me um but i totally get it i felt the same um it's really good that you keep busy and that you uh, go walking and uh, your nine-year-old uh, well now ten-year-olds i think uh, will They'll definitely keep you busy, um, but the biggest thing, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, is you have gotta talk about it, guys. Um, you, if you don't feel comfortable actually talking in person to someone, then um, there's like if you just Google like um, mental health helplines or anything like that, Mind are really good. Um, you can actually just text them if you want, send them a text and they will reply to you. Um, that's what I actually did initially um, when I realized I needed to chat about about this with someone. I found it really helped to actually chat to someone you didn't know. Um, it, Although I um, totally appreciate and appreciate at the time everything Nina, my uh, partner did um, and my family and my friends, every, honestly, I cannot fault anyone. Everyone was so supportive. Um, but I felt like I wanted to talk to someone I didn't know about it. And it can be anything. It can be asking for advice. Um, it can be just having a whinge and having a bitch. It can be that. Um, but yeah, so you can talk online, you can talk on the phone. Um, something I've actually done recently as well, you can actually go to your GP um, and self-refer yourself for uh, some talk therapy. Um, so you can go, I I actually haven't done that yet. I've I've uh, self-referred myself, um, which is actually a really big thing for me, admitting that even now, two years on, I do need to go and talk to someone about this sort of stuff. Um. I was really up, I got really upset. Uh, probably about six months ago, actually, and um, a couple of my my friends, um, uh, Josh and his wife Katie. I was actually round their house and we had a few drinks. Um, and I was I was just crying. I I just, I was like, I don't want to feel like a burden anymore. Um, you're not. By the way, anyone watching or listening to this, you're not a burden. Absolutely, not everyone wants to help you, but I did feel like that. Um and they recommended to go speak to someone. I then met somebody um at another friend's barbecue. Um, a guy called James. Um, and he is a guy you probably wouldn't expect um to be so open with his feelings and mental health and everything. Um, he's this uh if you ever watched this, this is probably going to be a great or listen to this probably a great um description of you. But he's a big northern lad and mechanic. Uh. And he opened up. We'd met each other that night, and, and we'd chatting a bit about this sort of stuff. And he came out with it. He's like, "Yeah, I've actually gone and spoke to someone. It helped me out so much. A bit of therapy." Um. So that and a few other people, Nina said it before. A few people said it to me, and I'm um. It's, it's actually a really big um. Step for me to actually admit that I need to do it and actually physically book myself in for it. Um. If we do any more podcasts or video blogs or whatever, um, I'll tell you how it's gone. Um. The next step for me is building up to go to it, but at I got sidetracked there, it's probably going to happen loads <laughs> during this, um, but yeah, just go and talk to someone, um, it helps so much, uh, originally at the time, so I've gone through different levels of speaking to people, um, at the start when I wasn't sure about it and people were telling me to go talk to people, I was like, how's it going to help, my mom's died, or my, at the time, my mom is dying, it's shit, what's me saying it's shit going to do, um, but I promise you, it really does help. Um, yeah, so I started off just a text, um, and then I think I chatted to someone on the phone, and then I actually did quite a lot of online just chatting. Um, it's free. It's like a chat room sort of thing. Um, and it really helped. Um, so yeah, so that would probably be my advice on that one. Um, so the second, for well, not really a question, um, it was just someone put that so I put on Instagram. If anyone wanted to ask any questions, and I just got a message from someone called Asmuliu. I don't know who you are, if you ever, probably never listened to this, but you just said, hi, just wanted to randomly say hi, so hello. <laughs> I love that, a bit of support, is great. Uh, third question then. So uh, this one comes from Haddy uh, on Instagram. Um, just started being friends with each other actually on Instagram. Um, love the stuff he's doing um, on there. But I actually went to uni with Haddy, um, so yeah, 2009 to 2012 in Birmingham. Um, but yeah, we just sort of got back in touch, uh, just the odd... Photo comment here and there. Um, But he said, how do you get yourself out of a negative downward spiral headspace? Um, This is interesting. Yeah, so you can. It, it can be so easy to get uh, into a downward spiral and be negative. Um, The first thing I would say is don't be too hard on yourself. As I said earlier with um Love Actually quote, it's totally, totally normal. Um, it's a bit of a cliche. You probably see it all over social media and stuff, but it is okay not to be okay. Um. So that's the first step so you could be in this spiral and you could be going um oh by the way i'm no expert on any of this stuff i'm just saying my thoughts on it um but yeah you could be in this downward spiral going oh why am i feeling like this but the, i'd say the very first thing is just to be like yeah i am it's fine just admit it you're like that you're allowed to be um i would say then find something you love doing if you're feeling really negative and on a downward spiral um just find something you love doing uh, for me i start playing football again um after a few years out. <clears throat> well, I say play football, I tried to play football. Um but yeah, to find something like that, or you could go for a run, or um you could start writing like I do with blogs or whatever. Do anything. Just it just anything you enjoy doing, just do more of it. Um it'll be something to look forward to, uh it'll be a reason to get up in the morning. Um yeah. And broken record, again I know, but talk. Just chat to someone about it. Um but just say I'm um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really shit at the minute, actually. I don't, don't really know what to do. Um, and even just that talking, no one's... Well, by the way, when I talk about all this talking as well, um, no one's going to give you a golden tip, like a, a, the golden solution where uh, you feel shit, you go and talk to someone, there's nothing they say, that they all go, Bleh. oh, everything's fixed now. It, 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 it Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Um, but honestly, talk about it. Um, Big example of talking. I've recently just read uh, Tyson Fury's um new book, a uh, bit of an autobiography, but it's focuses really heavily on mental health. And that shows that like, Tyson Fury is like nearly seven foot boxer, uh, really big in the media, being a really confident guy and all this sort of stuff. He had mental health problems and he's talking about it. His biggest thing all through his book is just to go and talk to someone. He actually talks a lot about seeking medical um advice or attention. Um if you don't feel it as serious as that just start like i like i did with a text or whatever honestly talk about it um and then just one last thing on the headspace thing um i actually heard something it was this week um, it was actually on a random netflix um document and uh, not documentary series i was watching called um stranger the stranger um set yourself up to do well if you're in this headspace where um you you spiral in or go negative just set yourself up to be good and they talked about this they said the most successful people in this world and uh, make their bed every morning there's no point in it really is there because you're going to get in into that bed later on anyway but apparently i don't know how drew this is it was on netflix so um, <laughs> apparently those people like your bill gates is and um, all your steve jobs all these sort of people they will make their bed every morning they'll set themselves up well um so that's what i'd say about being in a like trying to get out of the negative headspace, just start off with easy wins. Um. Yeah. Sort of answered it, I suppose. Um. So yeah. So next question. Um. So what do you do if you can't talk about something with anyone from work or home, for fear of discipline at work or apparent shame from home? So this is an interesting one. I'm just gonna have a sip of my beer. So I'm not gonna say who this um came from um so i know the situation well um the thing i would say is you do need to talk to, you need to find somebody if you feel um that that's somebody cuz you feel like you'll have shame from home or you feel you're going to get in trouble at work um you've you just got to find someone maybe someone impartial um just to go and talk to about it you'll feel so much better and i know that this is actually this, this is a sort of a question uh, but uh, he's already dealt with it. Um, but yeah, he found someone to talk to. He did chat to me about it. Um, uh, I was away from his work at the time, so, um, yeah, we had a good chat about it. But then he also found someone actually at work. Um, and just admitted everything and talked about it, and it was like a weight lifted off his shoulders. Um, so that'd be the first thing I say. Um, secondly, it's probably not as bad as you think. You've probably made the situation in your head. It's the worst thing ever. I can't talk about this. Blah blah. It probably isn't. So when you talk, literally, just talk about it. Um, it'll it'll do you a world of good. I'd say the third thing to do is really have a think about what's making you feel like this. Um, if it's actually worth it, um, so whatever you're doing, they that, you, that you feel you can't talk to someone about, is it actually worth it? If it is, great. Carry on and. You can sort something out by talking and all that sort of stuff. It will get there in the end, but if but really I think is this worth my mental health? Um, and then the last thing goes back to the first one is just seek actual help, um, which is what uh, this guy did in the end. Um, he t- did talk to a few of us, um, but in the end he actually uh, called a helpline. I think it was. I think it was Mind. Um, I can't remember this off my head. Uh, he actually talked and he said it was so much better. Um, yeah, and, and an extra thing I'd say, I'm going off tangent again, uh, with about talking and everything, is um, I think even if you're not going through stuff, uh, or you know someone is, if it's not personally person, you still talk. Like That's what's so good about uh, 2019, 2020, everyone talking about mental health online. It's really good. Um, and this guy actually said to me, um, a lot of the stuff I've been pushing out um, on social media about talking and um, actually being totally honest with how you feel and stuff like that, um, he said that's what actually pushed him to go and seek not professional with like help, but yeah, talking to one of these helplines or whatever. Um. So I just think it's so important. Um. Okay. So penultimate question. Oh, I just gone quick. Actually, we're on twenty minutes already. Um. So this one is uh from anonymous. Um. So I set a Google form up. and um, It'll still be there, and I'll probably still post it if we do do this again. Um. So you can send a question, and it can be anonymous. Um. So I don't know who this is, but um. You've said, "Hi Max, I'm dealing with isolation and loss of self worth after giving up work to look after someone with a terminal in- illness." So first, I want to say that that is a horrible situation to be in. I'm so sorry. Luckily, I personally didn't have to um, give up work or anything. Uh, my dad took a lot of time off uh, to look after mum, and I can imagine, as I could see it's it's really tough. Um, so the first thing we'll talk about there is the isolation part of it. So. Again, I'm so sorry, guys. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm gonna say again. Talk. Find someone to talk to. Anyone, any anyone, just have a talk about it. And um, there could be people going through the same sort of thing who you can um like talk about it with and have similar experiences. Or it could be someone you don't know or one of your friends. Just let them know I am feeling really isolated right now. I feel awful. Um, and they will want to help you. Whoever it is, trust me. Um. The self-worth thing, um, you couldn't be more wrong. You are amazing. Like, you have stopped your life, basically, to care for your loved one. Honestly, you are so amazing. You should should feel the opposite of um, losing your self-worth. Like, you are doing the most selfless thing possible, and I literally cannot commend you more for it. Um, The thing I would try and link to that is... um, it can be really tough when you're um like when you're going through something like this. I would say you've still gotta be you. Um you are so so for you, um, the person who's uh, wrote in, you are it sounds like the sole carer for uh, your partner, but you need to still be you. Um and it, it will rub off on your partner. Um if you're feeling like you can't do anything. I'm sure there'll be someone in your family or um even a nurse or like a Macmillan nurse or somebody who can spend some time with your loved one, and you, sh- you should go and do something for you. Honestly, it sounds so weird, and this is a huge bit of advice. Um, I've given to a few people you've got to be you. So, when um, shortly before my mum um died, so probably a month before, um, I was working 50 60 hours a week at work. Um, work were really good about it, and they gave me two days off in a row every time, which is quite hard when you work in the retail industry, um, especially because uh, it's busy at weekends and stuff like that. So I always had two days off and I'd work an early shift on the day before my first day off. So um, do it at 4 a.m. till 2 p.m. or something, then have the two next days off, then start late at two or three in the afternoon, the last day, so I could have like three days with my family. But I was doing that for two, three months and it it did start to take its toll. I was knackered and I felt like I didn't want to not go because I wanted to see my mum. I knew I didn't have long left. but in the end, um, I could notice it. I'm, like My mum could tell when we were stressed and she could tell uh, when you didn't have any time for yourself. And you're, and, you, like, whoever this is, your loved one won't want that. Um, so, yeah, so I would say go and do something. So myself, um, me and Nina, uh, we went to Paris. On the, one of those two days off, we uh, drove over to Paris, had a couple of nights there and came back. And honestly, driving, that, I did feel really guilty. I was like, I should be at home. I should be uh, making the most of my last time. But that one weekend away made the rest of it so much better. It was better for mum because um, she didn't notice... She she did, wasn't picking up on the tension. I didn't have any anymore. I, I, I didn't feel, like, tired or anything like that. I, I needed the mental break, basically. Um, so I'd say that's so important. I've said to a few people um, uh, recently. Um, one of my friends, Georgia, um, she was going through um, the potential the future loss of her uh, granddad um it was a horrible situation for her and she felt like she always had to be there and I I said basically this story um and I, I believe it would have been a lot better both for you personally and for your loved one um so yeah I could not stress that enough um right then we're on the last question already this has gone quick um so, yeah, so this one is another anonymous one from the Google Forms. Um, I've got a feeling I know this person because uh, it sounds like they've read or listened to some stuff I've been saying. But, um, yeah, we'll go for it. So it says, you talk a lot about talking, but I feel like I have to be the strong one um, with my loved ones. So I feel like I can't let anyone down by talking about it because I'll look weak. Um that I believe would be so common with a lot of people who are going through something like this or even going through um not bereavement just mental health um being the strong one, um there's nothing strong about not talking about it. I felt like this, um and I think my dad felt like it, and I think my sister felt like it. We all felt like we had to be the strong one um at the time, none of us were strong it it, it was a horrible time, but I did feel like that I felt I had to be strong, I had to put a brave face on. Uh, stiff up a lip and all that, and again I'm gonna swear again. That is bullshit. Like honestly, you are so much stronger if you go and talk to someone about it. Um, and the and the weird thing is, your other family members or your other friends, they probably feel like they're being the strong ones. I literally just talk about it. Um. Yeah. Just. Once you do it that, that first time, I I know this. I, I felt like I had to be the strong one, even though I was probably not... My dad and my sister were a lot stronger than I was. Um, but I f- did feel like that. Um, but as soon as I sent that first text, um, it was actually... I, I just remembered now actually who the text was to. It was actually that night I was Googling, um, yeah, like mental health chat rooms. So I didn't really know about Mind. Um, that's what I should have gone to, and I'd recommend that. I've used it since. Uh, but I, actually, the only thing I could find for texting... I didn't want to talk online. I didn't want real contact. Uh, stupidly, I don't know. Um, I just wanted to text someone. I wanted to offload a bit. So I actually found a suicide helpline. By the way, I was not suicidal at all. i not at all when I put that in the text, actually. Uh, but just sending this text saying, um, I'm feeling really rubbish. I feel like I've got to be the strong one, blah, 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 blah. Um, as soon as I press send, it felt like a weight being lifted off my shoulder, and I think that opened the door for me to then go and actually talk online with someone, um, and get to the stage I am now where I can actually openly talk about it, um. So yeah, so just just take that first step. Whoever uh, this is, you just need to send that text or um, call that person, or call a friend, or confide in someone, or go to your GP or anything. I can I can totally understand how daunting it would be for you, um, but I cannot stress enough. How important it is, um, even if you don't feel comfortable and um, even if you don't know me, um, write to me. I I will I'll, I will definitely try and help you out if I can. Um, as I said, I'm definitely not an expert on any of this stuff. Um, but I definitely will try and help wherever I could. If if that is if that is you don't feel comfortable chatting to anyone else, um. But yeah, so yeah. So there, the end of our um, quest six questions um. So I suppose, yeah, the only thing left to say is I have no idea if this was any good or not. Um, so yeah, any feedback could be amazing. So um, I'll post this probably on uh, some sort of podcast website and the video on uh, my social media probably. Um. But if you just let me know if anything was good about it, if anything was bad about it, if anything you'd like to hear more of, if you think the question's it's a different format, you just want me to chat more about um, my personal experience or anything like that, Um. yeah, just let me know. I've, it's been pretty enjoyable actually. Um, I suppose it's my you're literally watching my own personal therapy or listening to my own personal therapy probably. Um but yeah, as I said, if if this any of this, my this or my blog or the two little articles I wrote, honestly, if they can just hack one person then I honestly I'm a happy man. I'll be so happy with that. Um not happy that anyone's going through a bad situation, um but yeah, if I can make that slightly better, that that would make my day. Um But yeah, so if we'll see what the feedback is, if this was a terrible idea and it's a one-off, we go, yeah, fair enough, we won't do one again. Um, but I wouldn't mind doing this every week or every month or anything like that. Um, just let me know um, if, if it was any good. Um, and, yeah, and if, if you do like it, please send some questions. Um, I'll keep it anonymous like I have with a few of these. Um, I've chosen to keep one of these anonymous, but there was two anonymous questions as well. Um, Even if you just wanna say hi <laughs> or, or anything, just let me know. Uh, I know a few people actually um, said, yeah, they would send one, but they haven't yet. That's perfect. So that means if we do wanna do this again, uh, we've got a few uh, starts for 10. Um, Yeah, and, and yeah, the final thing I wanna say, which I've probably said, six million times during this podcast and uh, video blog. Talk, talk, talk. It, literally anything that's on your mind, um, if you're going through um, someone in your family being ill or um, someone in your family's died or someone you know has died, or even if you're just, it's all a bit too much for you right now, and um, you're having some mental health issues, you've got anxiety, you've got stress, um, even if, if, as far as if you're feeling suicidal, or anything like that, please just talk to someone. Um, even if you don't know me, honestly, I will. I'll text. I will text you back. I'll talk to you. Um, but I promise you, there'll be a nucleus of people around you who. That's a posh word, doesn't it? I don't know where that came from. Um, there'll be people around you who will want to help and they'll want to talk about it. A lot of the time, as I said, that you might not even say anything. You might just have a moan or anything like that. But it's honestly just so worthwhile. Um, yeah, and as I said about getting in touch, I literally only found this out today, but on Facebook, if you go on your messages, um, there's a whole other screen where it's got loads of messages in there from people who aren't your friends, and so it doesn't pop up as a notification, so I haven't seen it, so literally today when I was planning um, what to say here, um, I looked. I found this screen somehow, and there's loads of people on there sent messages about when my blog first went out or when the two different articles went online to people I don't know, a couple of people I do know, um, so yeah, we had... To name a few, just Thomas, uh, tuchel Alan, Lloyd, Theodora, Christine. If you ever get to watch this, um, uh, thank you for getting in touch. And just I'll say this to everyone: I know where this is now. So even if we're not friends, um, literally just drop me a drop me a message, and I will I'll chat to you about it. But yeah, I suppose that's everything, guys. So yeah, just as I said, uh, let me know. I don't know where this is going to be saved yet. Well, it doesn't matter because if you're watching or listening to this, you found where it's saved. Um yeah um let me know if you want me to do it again i've really enjoyed that um yeah so cheers everyone talk about everything